Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Uh, we have the tools, we have talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy, I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. And welcome into episode 59 of the Bama Geeks podcast. Hello. Hello. Hi We are... What you jamming out to? <laughs> Uh, our intro music, of course. You know, oh, okay. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I listen. I listen. <laughs> uh, fun fact: We are going to change that at some point in the near future. I mean, as we are creeping along. I mean, next episode is going to be episode sixty. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking for a milestone, changing up our intro and stuff because it, it's a little too long. People really want to get to the to the meat of the podcast. Usually, mm-hmm. when you do things like this, so we're going to do a little bit faster one. So uh, I'm actually looking for a female voice actor, actress, Ooh. whatever you want to call them these days. Uh, looking for a female voice. Um, if you know of one who can mimic a certain round character in Loki, oh. mm, that kind of sounds like Tara Strong. If we can't get Tara Strong to do it, which, you know, we'll hold a fundraiser. If you yeah. yeah if you want to help us you know hire Tara Strong to do a quick little intro for us you know all you gotta do is sign up at Patreon patreon.com slash Bama Geeks five bucks a month the more subscribers we have the more we can put in the kitty all right we don't mean cat food <laughs> <laughs> so well I just I, I I was gonna hold off and have that be a surprise if I can make that happen but you know what you just I just yeah. spilled the beans you we just need the money spilled that beans spilled that big can of beans. <laughs> If Tara will ever come back to a con around this yeah. area, uh, I can ask her in person. I, I met her at Dragon Con a few years ago. She is so stinking sweet. I absolutely yeah. loved meeting her. How long ago was that? That's been like 10 years ago. Yeah, it? it's, it's been a been, while. It's been a minute because I remember that. It was after Arkham, or, uh, Arkham Asylum came out. Yeah. Because I got her to sign one of my Arkham Asylum figures as Harley. And yeah, I, I need her. To sign- Go ahead. I got her to sign my copy of the GB comic with the, the Kylie. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I don't buy her signed. I need to. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I need to get her on my cast photo from Arkham City. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That wasn't Arkham Asylum because Arlene was yeah. Arlene Sorkin did the voice of Harley. In, asylum. Yeah, she was asylum. in right. Asylum. If she was an Ark. It was after Arkham City. At Arkham. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It was after Arkham City. So. Um, yeah, so Tara, you won't hear this, but if you do, yeah. we'd love to have you, uh, you know, do a little, just a quick little voice work if you're able to. I don't know, you know, with licenses and I don't know if she can yeah. actually say she's the character who she's, who we're needing her to be for it. Yeah. Anyway, so 
we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll also look for a discount Terra Strong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if, if you know of a, <laughs> a female voiceover artist that wouldn't mind, you know, it can sound like that character that we hinted at. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're moving on. I spent too yes. much time on that. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I'm Brock Parker. Hi. That's my wife, hey. Jessica. If it's you're Jeff. watching on YouTube, I'm actually pointing in the right direction. Hi there. <laughs> Even though I'm really in reality pointing to our kitchen. <laughs> Jess is not in the kitchen. No, it's got to you got to mess with your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there is right there. Uh, there's Bo. Bo and I'm not in the kitchen either. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so we are three fourths of the Bama geeks. Our old buddy and pal and bestie Kevin Gardner. If you saw uh, the Bama Geek social media over the past couple of days, mm -hmm. uh, especially this past weekend, uh, you'll notice Kevin was in a certain little location called the Ghostbusters Firehouse, Hook and Ladder 8, up in New York City. He is still there. He joined us for our Patreon uh, bonus round, which was about 40 minutes uh, prior to this episode releasing, we spent and he was able to hop on mm -hmm. on his phone and uh, told us what he's been up to in New York. Yeah. And so absolutely wonderful to hear from him. And for the next episode, we'll get a uh, an Alabamian's perspective <laughs> on New York City for the first time. This is his first trip up there. Mm -hmm. So I've been, but it's been 30 years yeah. plus. Jess has been it 15 was, years ago. Um, 2007. That's 15 years ago, yeah. 15, 16 years ago. And Bo, yeah, you've I, been? I have been in never. Never, okay. <laughs> so Kevin's going to enlighten us since he, he's the most recent traveler. Yeah. The it's, traveler it's, has it's, come. It's, it's on the wish list. Maybe if, uh, of course, like I said, you know, it could have possibly be this year, but I'm not expecting them to release Firehouse this this season when they're planning on. So it, probably next year, maybe. Yeah, maybe in the spring, hopefully, or summer. Yeah. But yeah, we'll go uh, if they do a premiere up there. I know our friends over at, excuse me, yeah, our friends over at uh, YHS have, uh, yes, have some podcast. Um, they held a, a shindig up there with Jason Reitman and a couple yeah. of uh, people associated with the movie. And uh, we're going to try to go this time if they do that. Mm -hmm. Yes, that would be so, hope so. Even yeah. though um, I've kind of stepped away from the Ghostbusters community. The fandom a little bit. Yeah, you, we still got good friends that we've made along the way yeah. that are still part of it. So mm -hmm. I mean, that's as like I'm not as active as I was either, but I mean, there's still I still people I care about and the thing, and it's the thing I love. Yeah, yeah, very much. I mean, we still love Ghostbusters with all of our hearts mm -hmm. and all, but the the community aspect and doing a whole lot of events and everything else, we've kind of kind of pulled back over the years. Just we've kind older of become in life. more of the, of the the fan part of it than the um i guess the organization and charity yeah. part of it well we we, we also it's it's fun to do all that but still once again we all have the responsibilities outside yeah. of fandom mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh believe me this podcast is about the only free time i get <laughs> lately um with uh with my master's degree which thankfully my daughter and I, my daughter and I are graduating. She's graduating high school. I'm graduating with my master's the same month next year. Wow. And so we're, we're already counting down. I think we got nine months, nine some odd months left, yeah. 10 months. So yeah, I got, yeah, about 10 months for me left. Wow. <sighs> I can't get here fast enough. Almost man. there. Two and a half years so far. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> But, uh, Bo, what you been up to the last couple of weeks, man? Uh, 
not too much. Well, the only exciting things is taking place in the Bearden household. Uh, mostly, uh, uh, like I said, I'm trying to think, really, been, been life. We're still recovering from the beach. And the only thing of noteworthy is the good old Alabama southern summer has, it, it took a toll, and unfortunately, it killed our AC. Ooh, oh, no. no. So, yes. No. We, uh, not we, a good uh, time. Yeah, those days it was like 106 degrees for about two or three days. Yeah. Like the AC mm. was cooling, but it wasn't keeping up. Mm. So so we got the, I called someone that I was like, well, maybe it's just low on coolant or um, maybe, you know, something. So I got a company, I'll, I'll give them a shout out. It's, it's uh, Freedom, Freedom Heating and Air. They, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know them. They're, yeah. We, I called them and the guy broke it down. Got to look and he goes, "Well, there's some there's some kind of condensing coal in the center. Like I I, I can't think of the name of it, but essentially, it had a leak in it and pretty much it lost a lot of its coolant. Mm-hmm. And that one piece itself would be about all. It was almost little little less than little less than to fix it and repair it was little less than half for a new unit. So we mm-hmm. went and according to the unit we had was undersized for our house. So. Yeah. Yes, now we have a big fancy air conditioner unit that we're going to be freezing to death with, but it's going to be <laughs> an expensive play pretty to pay for for a while. So, oh man, but That's it's already yeah. installed. You're good to go. Dude, it was it was faster to install it than it would have been if we chose the repair route. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's like awesome. The, like the guy came to inspect it Friday, and that was like mid. And they were done by like ten o'clock, and then that was Friday. And then we got to talk to him. He came back later that evening because the missus had worked the night before, so she was asleep. So I was like, let's make this big decision together because, you know, this is, a, you know, for us. So, <laughs> and, and I guess I, I will tell you on this, uh, the missus, she, if for anybody knows, she's a travel nurse. So she, I am past the, I'm not the male, the fragile, frail, magical, frail man ego. She makes, twice to three times the money i do so <laughs> if we're making if we're making financial decisions that woman i i let her go with that and like i was like you know what what route do you want to do and that's what we did and so yeah so that's it we um we were uh we, like i said so yeah we they they we set that up friday evening guys were here yesterday morning at nine o'clock and they finished up about five o'clock in the evening fantastic it's okay. crazy and this yeah. thing is like insane like I can definitely tell my other air condition was on its last leg. Apparently, it, it's been a leak that, that had been going on the last year or two, but it just, mm-hmm. this this summer killed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's not hard to do. But yeah, this adulting thing, owning a house thing is for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we had to replace our heating and cooling units uh, mm-hmm. two, three years ago. Like yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it died. We, we, did our, we did our heating and cooling system that year and our roof mm-hmm. replaced the yeah. roof that year thankfully yeah. insurance paid for that but yeah yeah this yeah this one this is like and the missus she was like i was like you know we could do the, the whatever she was like let's just go ahead and we did the the big one so it's whew, well, it's a it's it but it's like i said you guys will have to come over and feel it. like i swear i can tell mine has <laughs> not been working well for a while because we usually keep it around 72 mm-hmm and 72 degrees with this unit versus 72 degrees of the old unit feels like we're hanging meat in a freezer in here. Wow. So. <laughs> well, that's right up Jess's alley, man. She freezes me out at night. Well, I, 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 used, to, I used to not ever get cold, but I don't know if it's because I've got older and blood pressure medicine and other things. I get chilly, but but like I still like the cold. I'll take the cold over the heat any day. Oh, I do not no, care. Every, every day. 
I can yeah, tell so. you, it's it's it, there's nothing better than sleeping in a cold room. Oh no, I agree. I yeah, it, it's it's cold room, but you got to be bundled up in a blanket. That's but right. That, that cold air on your face and you're breathing it in. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been our big adventure. That's been over the last couple of days, and uh, I'm trying to think anything else kind of cool happened. Nothing's jumping out at me a moment. We haven't haven't picked up. The only thing is, I I finished up my uh, my. Uh, Dead Space remake game, which I thoroughly oh. enjoyed. For anybody who's a fan of the franchise, I highly recommend that game. It's good. And mm-hmm. um, did you pick up that... AEW Fight Forever? No, because like I have too much in the backlog already. I feel bad, like I'm like, oh, I didn't buy it day one. But you know what? I have too much going on game wise to catch <laughs> up on. So I'm going to catch it probably either when I get caught up or its first big sale. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's fun. I, I I'm enjoying it. I meant to ask you, I've seen a couple of your achievements pop up in my Xbox feed, and I was mm-hmm. curious, did you enjoy, were you enjoying it so far? Like, I, A lot of people yeah. are like trying to diss on the style, but I like the, it's it's arcade fun style. It isn't supposed it is. to be hyper-realistic. It is. No, it, it, the, the graphics, are they the greatest? No. Are they, are they suitable and doable? Yeah, they're fine. You, you know, and it, it's a fun, it, like you said, arcade style wrestling yeah. game it's, it's what it is and i'm enjoying it i'm not I haven't played it a whole lot yeah. um just because of you know school obligations and, and work and all but, so, uh, so how many how many uh, uh how many uh barbed wire death matches have you had cm punk defeat kenny omega in yet <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually have not played that mode yet uh i, I did was, i did a couple I, of I, exhibition matches just to get used mm, to the mechanics yeah. and then i jumped right into road to the elite Nice. It's supposed to play just like the old No Mercy mm-hmm. style games. Okay, cool. It does. Yeah. yeah. I've watched a few people stream it, but like I said, I'm like I said, gaming wise, I'm like not looking at anything new because like I have to, I have too many things to catch up on already. Yeah. No, it is it's not bad. Uh I wish that the the wrestlers actually voiced themselves in the game because there's yeah. there's a lot of cut scenes where they're talking to you but it's you see their mouths moving but it's just yeah you know press a to read the next text yeah i kind of wish they had the voiceovers but i mean like uh jim ross does some voiceover during the tutorials okay. and stuff cool. uh excalibur i think is in there i think i've heard his over over the top hype a yeah. couple of times but yeah as yeah, some of the so there is some voice work in it, but not yeah. as much as I would like for there to be. Yeah, like I said, I've heard good things. Like I said, I'll probably pick it up. Like I said, his first big sale, or maybe when they, you know, when I get get everything caught up and want to play one of the two, whatever happened first. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we uh, we used a, I used a reward app uh, to get the game for half off. I used nice. to, <laughs> I pulled those funds out and mm-hmm. paid for it because I, I bought the. Uh, the uh the elite edition i, th- I yeah. think that's the edition it is um so i could get you know the season pass and nice. ftr and everything else Good i'm waiting deal. for them to release dan Housen. oh yeah he's not i've seen yet. his shirt i've seen his shirts are already in the mm-hmm. game like you can get it for your character but he has they didn't put him in it yeah but i mean you know it's it's a given <laughs> yeah and i'm not really a matt hardy fan these days i used to be but uh yeah. i pre-ordered it just so i could get that crazy Matt uh, Hardy. The, uh, yes, the uh, the 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 broken Matt Hardy. Yeah, and I haven't even touched him yet. So yeah, I mean, it's one of the, yeah. It's awesome though because they've got like when Orange Cassidy comes out, it's not his regular music. It's not Jane mm-hmm. na- naturally, and it's I don't even think it's his old music. Yeah, um, it's just some. But CM Punk, music. cult of personality. Mm-hmm. Of course, they got it licensed for the game. I'm like, okay, and so that's pretty awesome. 
But yeah, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, I'm not using them unless I'm going to beat the <laughs> mess out of him. I'm not a Bucks fan. But anyway, <laughs> you just you brought up video games and yeah, no, you're good. No, if you hadn't gotten it yet, no, I, it, it's it's on the wish list. Eventually, I just got to get there. It'll be at a discount when you get ready. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But well, yeah, that's that's it for me. Like I said, the only other, like I said, movie-wise, we watched the Uncharted movie, which was very good. Like, I was much better than I was expecting, so if you okay. get, now, where's get a chance, that, check it. Where's that streaming it's the, at? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Okay. It's Tom Holland, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Tom Mark Holland Wahlberg. and Mark Wahlberg. And Antonio Banderas. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. he's in it, too. Okay. <laughs> and you'll notice him, Brock. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I totally missed Antonio Banderas in... Uh, in uh, Indiana Jones, the Dial of Destiny, mm -hmm. yeah, because we all thought it was Pedro Pascal. No, it's, <laughs> it's Antonio. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it for me. I'm tapping out on me. What have you? What have you, lovely people, been up to? Oh, it's been a pleasant um, week in the Parker House. Um, since our last our last podcast, we did go see Matchbox Twenty in concert, which mm -hmm. was incredible. Great show! And uh, um, my favorite Matchbox Twenty song is "Rest Stop" off their Mad Season album. I love that song; absolutely love it. When I saw them twenty years ago, they played it, and uh, Rob Thomas got on this grand piano there. Uh, yeah. What what was then Phillips Arena, now State Farm yeah. Arena in Atlanta. Um, got on a grand piano and played it, and it was beautiful, wonderful. Well, Jess was looking up the set list ahead of time. She's like, rest stop's not on, on this tour. And so I got a little bit sad. And then at the beginning of the concert, it said, you know, scan this QR code and vote on which, you know, a fan vote song. Ooh. Rest stop was part of the, was part of the vote. And so Jess voted for rest stop. I voted for rest stop. They didn't deviate from that set list that yeah. they had previously published. They didn't play any fan selected song, so I yeah, we we don't know what the point is for vo for voting. Yeah, but no, so yeah. I don't know. Brock said it's just a crafty way of them getting our information. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got my email for marketing now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, regardless of not hearing my favorite Matchbox Twenty song, they put on a heck of a show. Still, yeah. so much show. fun. And uh, touched my heart because my, uh, Birmingham holds a special place with Matchbox 20. They got a big push from us in the beginning. I mean, oh, yeah, Rob yeah. even talked about it on stage, just, you know, bringing that up, the, the, like, what Birmingham means to them. And he even mentioned Five Point South Music Hall. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He, he brought oh, up a lot man. of Birmingham stuff yeah. uh, during the show. And yeah, like she said. He, he really. mentioned 107.7. Oh, or, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, they, they really uh, have a special place for Birmingham. I mean, they, they really talk it up. So mm -hmm. that was that was extremely nice to hear. Yeah. Um, it's a great show. Uh, fantastic. Enjoyed every bit of it. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, no thunderstorms to, to deal with yeah. that <laughs> night. So <laughs> um, we still didn't get home till late, but. <laughs> and they ended, uh, they, I'll go ahead and tell you. Total surprise, though, they did end the show with Simple Minds, Don't Forget About Me. So Ooh. I was really shocked about that. That was, that oh, was awesome. Wow. That yeah. was really cool. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, that was, that was the encore. Actually, that was the second encore. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They ducked off once, came back, and then ducked off again and came back and sang yeah. that. I'm assuming 3 a.m. was the uh, first encore. 
Actually, it was. It's what they kicked off the when they came back from Encore. I believe that's what they kicked yeah. it off with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, there was so much gray hair in that crowd. <laughs> oh, yeah. <no. laughs> I know. Oh, but it was so worth it, man. They, they, they're still so good. So, so good. So I love that. Yeah, like I said I hate I missed out on it, but that's that that era of music. I'm yeah, the nineties alternative. Woof. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this concert's been pushed back. This I think yeah. this was three the, years. For three yeah. years now. And it because it was, you know, the pandemic and everything, and they even, you know, mentioned that, you know, that that they just, you know, how much it meant to them that people mm-hmm. who purchased these tickets, you know, three years ago waited it out and and are, yeah. and are here tonight. So. I, got, I, I would say I got the, ours back in May. <laughs> I want to say the first the first time it was the pandemic, and then the second time I want to say the amphitheater got flooded out and they had to redo it. That was yeah. another reason why it got postponed. Hmm. There was a couple of uh, postponements in that in that whole. It you know, and at first the wallflowers were supposed to be with them, I think, in yep. the beginning, but yep. they they weren't with them this time. So yeah, yeah, some guy named Matt Nathanson. Um, mm, if you, I don't, we didn't know him either. If you want to take your kids to the show, uh, take them like to do something else during Matt's yeah. set because uh, his, his mouth's a little, little potty mouth, a little blue, little blue. Yeah, he's a little blue. Yeah, Not Matchbox kid friendly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but fantastic show. Wasn't we? Uh, the seats next to us were empty, but it was. Uh, I'd say probably ninety nine percent sold out mm-hmm. show. Cool. Good deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, we did have people sitting next to us, yeah, and then they got, they up, got up and they left, and we, we don't know what happened back. to them. So, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where they went. <laughs> Bush search party of three. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you go look for the Dufres. <laughs> look at Mitch Hedberg if you don't know what we're talking about. Yes. Search parties. All right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, after after Matchbox, uh, nothing really exciting until this past week, and even this past week wasn't very exciting. I mean, I mean, Jess and I narrated our city's um, God and Country celebration. They mm-hmm. asked us to do that, so we, while the choir sang giant patriot music, mm-hmm. patriotic music, Jess and I did the narration, which was the first time, um, like at my church, at our church, I typically. Uh, narrate the Christmas uh, program every year. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time that they asked her, like, hey, you want to jump out here and join him for the patriotic celebration for the city? And so uh, she got up there and she did a really, really fantastic oh, job. Thanks. Nice. Thanks. Yeah. So we did that, saw some fireworks, ate some really good barbecue from, uh, there's a, a new startup, kind of new startup uh, in the Birmingham area called uh, Austin Whereabouts. It's run by our friends, uh, Johnny and uh, Laura LaFoy, mm-hmm. um, Austin Whereabouts, LLC. If you want to look him up on Facebook and Instagram, uh, he he's from Birmingham, but wanted to bring the Central Texas barbecue flavor to the area. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to find, I, I will, I will put this up against any barbecue, local barbecue place. I will too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we love like Bob Sykes and, and things like mm-hmm. that, that are in the Birmingham area that are classics. Um, but Austin whereabouts barbecue. Definitely. Yeah, I'm currently, uh, I'm browsing their Facebook page here and wow, this looks Oh, tasty. I'm telling you, dude. man, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> dude. His Johnny can cook. <laughs> I, I John, can see from these photos. Man. <laughs> Johnny can barbecue yeah. and has some good street corn and banana pudding. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness. 
Yeah, we were we were stuffed for Fourth of July, no problem. Yeah, we we got a couple of uh, we got his rib special, a couple of slabs of ribs and the, the street corn, corn and, and the banana pudding and, yeah. and uh, hey, uh, even got a little extra, little extra some potato salad on the side too. So. Just for her, just for Cause, me, because I don't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but after the Fourth of I'm, I'm glad that we got through the Fourth of July because the Fifth and Sixth of July were were not fun for me. Uh, my doctor, um, I'm not going into any details on this, but my doctor was like, Hey, you know what? You're in your late forties now creeping into your late forties. Um, there's a procedure you need to have done. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we need to make sure, uh, everything on the inside is doing real well. Mm-hmm. And I went, Oh man. So the two days after the 4th of July was, was spent in suffering. Yeah. Uh, but clean bill of health, good to go. I don't have to have that done for another 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, yay. The joys of getting old, kids. <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that, yeah. had my kids here this past weekend, and I did homework while they laid around the house, and that's about it. And that's here we are. That's pretty much it. We, we took the kids out for Mexican last night. My son, who is 14 and a half, and uh, when they say teenage boys can eat, <laughs> we went to a local Mexican restaurant. It's fantastic. Um, the plate was huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, just massive. He had he got a he got a burrito supreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that took up half the plate. The you know the the beans and the rice and salad and everything else took up the other half of the plate. Massive plate. It was gone. He cleaned it. <laughs> Scraped and was he, scraping the plate, getting we, every bit of it off of the plate. Uh, there my, was n- nothing Je- left on this plate. Jess, my daughter and I were halfway finished with our meal. He was done. <laughs> yeah. And he was yeah, he was getting like the last little remnants of beans off the mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm holding my pen. Um <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's getting the last little bit of beans off his Yeah, it uh, the boy is a trash compactor he really is uh, uh, things i gotta look forward to here in a couple of years oh dude start budget go ahead and start putting back into yeah. savings a food yeah. budget of, for your food budget for when your son hits this age because <laughs> help in <laughs> in this trash inflated con- economy mm-hmm. having a teenage boy is not yeah. beneficial for your food budget i promise you that no oh i'm sure no, oh not at all he eats us out of house and home it's like Dude, we our budget's limited, man. Come on. <laughs> you know, I'm still paying for your school. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a good time. And uh, jumping back to wrestling really quickly, he, yeah. su- he surprised us mm-hmm. uh, by his, his mom when I picked him up on uh, Friday. She's like, thanks to you, he's now watching WWE. That was completely out of the blue. I know, right? Like, whoa, you are? He goes, yeah. And he started telling me about storylines and stuff that he's, you know, he's only been watching for a couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. but he's getting caught up on them. But yeah, so now we've got him into wrestling. So we've got somebody else who can join us for this. Yeah. Nice. Even we got home Friday night and he watched SmackDown with us. Mm -hmm. So. So we're, uh, yeah, he's, uh, of course, he's, he says his favorite's Cody. Cody Rhodes is his favorite. Mm -hmm. I understand that. I get it. He's one of my favorites too. And he told me that he's been even trying to go back and watch some old stuff, you know, to try to understand some of the, some of the things that have been happening. So 
Yeah. He calls old stuff from like a couple of years ago for me. Yeah. Old stuff. I'm right. thinking like 80s yeah. and 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wasn't Sami Zayn part of the bloodline? And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's. Yeah. He goes, yeah, but that's old. I'm like, that was just like last yeah, yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Let us tell you about superstar Billy Graham <laughs> and Greg the Hammer Valentine, who yeah. looks like your uh, your female gym teacher from the eighties. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about how Cody's dad fought some other guys on the yeah. back of an eighteen wheeler. <laughs> Let me tell you about hard times, brother. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, so he's uh he's picking up on a lot of it now. So that's good. That made that, that made the old yeah, man. Yeah, hey man, I, I I it doesn't matter what company you're watching, more professional wrestling people, it's yeah. Like, more people watching is a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is the like I told you, this is the gateway to, to AEW. We'll get him yes on AEW. I, and, I, hey, I, I, I prefer <laughs> AEW, but hey, he's watching WWE is still, you know, hey, it's he's watching wrestling. They, yeah, so I say he gets in there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. WWE F is what got me into it yeah. back in the day. So, what were you saying? Uh, I'd say yeah, no, I say yeah. That that the the good old Saturday night's main event, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the wrestling <laughs> on Saturday night. <laughs> I remember crying like a baby when Hulk Hogan had to go to the hospital after his yes, Saturday night's Andre, main event. Oh man, that was terrifying. I man. was crying. My mom came back there. Why are you crying? Hulk Hogan had to go to the hospital. Andre, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's still real to me. It's still uh, real. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, guess, I can still I can see it plain as day. Seeing Hulk Hogan in the neck braces, they carry yeah. him out. Yeah, that's that's ingrained in my brain. Oh, I was crying like a like a everything, oh. man. Oh my goodness, like, that's when it was real. I mean, I, I, I was watching. You know, the night that the mega powers imploded. Mm. Oh, you got lust oh, in your eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know. Elizabeth was hurt. He carried yes. her to the back. He left Randy mm. out there. Yep. <laughs> I remember yeah. watching all that go down. Yep. I'm sorry. There's not another woman in the world like 1980s Miss Elizabeth. Oh, she was just <laughs> absolutely gorgeous. She Man. Was a beautiful lady. Oh. Yeah. That was my middle school and preteen heart right there. Mm-hmm. Whoo. Man, what a shame. What a shame. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, we still need to do the wrestling episode one day. We just need to, yeah, yeah. We could, we could, we should. Yeah, we will. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know how quiet Kevin will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could, he could offer that that perspective of somebody else outside, even though he yeah. is, he may not be a constant watcher. Somebody in some way you've had, you've been exposed to some wrestling major storyline from the 80s or oh, 90s yeah. Yeah. our age yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> we had him over for the aew pay-per-view and yeah. he enjoyed it mm-hmm. yeah 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 so oh my so uh well uh anything else you guys want to hit on from the last couple of weeks uh, start moving the podcast forward we'll just kind of yeah, we'll yeah. i'm sure we'll just... randomly yeah something randomly come out here anyway mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> So uh, as we wrap up the intro to the podcast, make sure you join us on social media at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And yes, we have ventured into the new threads. Uh-uh. Um, you do I, that. Yeah, I signed us up for that. I don't think you're going to touch that, Bo. Um, I, I, <laughs> it's, what, it's Facebook's attempt at Twitter, correct? Uh, yes. That's it, my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
And of course, I've seen the conversation of, man, it's so much nicer over there. It's not as toxic. I'm like, not everybody's on there yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. It'll, it'll, it'll dive into uh, discourse just like every other yeah. social media platform tends to do. But uh, I switched it. I, I, we had the option to, to jump onto threads with the Bama Geeks account. Well, so don't, I did. Don't- well, don't it work intertwined with your your Instagram account? I think it says if you have an Instagram account, you're technically you have a Threads account, right? Yeah, and you cannot get rid of your Threads account without deleting your Instagram account. Ooh, so, so when you you're stuck with your Threads account, so Amanda yeah. knows what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> my <laughs> my daughter who didn't want any other social media except for Instagram and some app called Be Real, um, she. Uh, she jumped onto threads and, she, and somebody had mentioned that and took a screenshot of the terms and conditions. And she goes, uh, I did not read the terms and conditions. And she with three skulls after that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got suckered into it. Uh. But yeah. So we're on threads too. If you want to find us there, not going to post much, honestly, uh, I, I'm not fond of social media these days. Um, it's a time waste for me and I've got so many other things I, I need to yeah. do, but for, for the Bama geeks, I, I do try to keep up with it as best I can. Um, yeah. so find us on there. Uh, and if you want to, if you're still on Facebook, uh, and want to jump into our, our private community, uh, Bama geeks front porch, just search for that on Facebook. And, uh, of course on YouTube, it's where you find the clips. Those have been doing pretty well. I had some people mention uh, the Foo Fighters, uh, talking about their memories of the Foo Fighters on you know, one of the comments on that clip. Yeah. Oh, nice. Awesome. You know, so yeah. Great. So e- even though I might not be posting the clips to social media as frequently as I should, they're there and mm. they're actually getting some views and some comments and stuff on them. So hopefully that's picking up steam. Oh, good. Yeah. And check out the shorts. Where Kevin went to the firehouse, Ghostbusters right. firehouse from this past <laughs> weekend. So, well, we've got our uh, Bama Geeks Southern words and phrases. We will refrain from doing the dad jokes because that is Kevin's baby. Yep. So, no dad jokes tonight, but we will bring just to the forefront. I, we have no idea what she is going to do. Hi. For Hi. her Southern word and phrase. What you got, honey? So, for this episode, I have selected the phrase, it's blowing up a storm. (laughs) Appropriate for lately. Appropriate. Uh. Very much so. You can feel, smell, and see a storm blowing up across the vast southern skies. Mm -hmm. At a moment's notice, the sky can darken, and summer afternoons are filled with churning winds and heavy rain clouds that cool down the southern summer heat. You might hear this phrase when a person sees these changes start to develop and goes inside to tell others that it's blowing up a storm. It's it's exactly what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. That's good. I got to have the variation that I've heard my mom say. And when my mom say it's coming a cloud. Coming a cloud. Coming a cloud. Yes. It's coming a cloud. I I have not heard that in years. My mom used to say that too. Oh, look there. so like I didn't mean, but yeah, no, blowing up storm. I've heard that, but like, mm-hmm. unfortunately, when when it goes that way, my brain goes, "It's coming a cloud outside." So, coming yeah. a cloud. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Blowing up a storm, though. I like that. It's like blowing up storm. I like that. That's good. I, that's. Yeah. Was it in Kingpin talking about the the thunders when the the angels are bowling? Yeah. 
Yeah. You need to rewatch Kingpin. Oh, dude, that movie's a classic. <laughs> Don't let your kids watch it, but it's a classic. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kingpin is absolute. One of my, one of my, that I will stop and watch whenever it's on. Kind of like The Water Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't have it close to me, but I, uh, uh, this past week, I also got an autographed picture of Peter Dante, um, who was the, uh, the quarterback mm-hmm. for the, uh, oh, mud dogs yeah. Yeah. in, uh, in the water boy. I got an autographed picture from him. Nice. So, yeah. So I just need Adam Sandler as Bobby Boucher. Maybe yeah. one day. One day. Does he do signings or? Uh, like people will go to his shows as he'll sometimes do and he'll autograph stuff pretty regularly. Oh, nice. I know where to locate a couple of pictures of him as Bobby. Yeah. Um, I just need to put some money in the bank first. I, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. He, he's not a, he's not cheap when you have to buy it, but anyhow. Yeah. All right. But it's come, it's coming, it's blowing up a storm. Uh-huh. Or come in a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Um, we, uh, Bo, you say, what's the last movie you saw, Bo? Uh, like I said, I watched Uncharted Homewise. Last movie I saw in the theater was Flash, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. With us, yeah. Okay. Um, we went to see Indiana Jones and yes. the Dial of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess and I did and uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. It's really a fun movie. It's it's a good movie. Um, the hardest part for me is, uh, you know, while <laughs> while we talk, I'm going to try to find a picture of Dad. Yeah. Harrison Ford. It it was a few years ago that somebody on Facebook saw a picture of my dad and went, "Your dad is Harrison Ford." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And then I really looked at the picture, of Dad. And I'm like, "You know what, Dad." And Harrison really do, yeah, look a lot alike in their later years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'll try. Yeah, okay. So this picture of me is, if if you're watching on on a uh, Facebook, I'm trying to. Are YouTube? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm messing around gri- grabbing the picture off of Facebook. Right. <laughs> so yes. this was a few years ago. This was about. <laughs> 20, 30 pounds. No, this was about 30 pounds ago for me. So just ignore that and no beard. <laughs> um, let me share my screen here. Uh, this is dad. Uh, da, 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 sorry for our audio listeners. Um, there's my dad. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Uh, dad looks like Harrison Ford. And so the, the hardest part for me, and I think dad in this picture is about the age Harrison is in this latest Indiana Jones. Um, so it's really, that really was, was nagging at me the whole time. Yeah. It was hard for me to, at times when he would give a certain glance or a look, he looked just like my dad. Yeah. And so that was really kind of hard to, to do, but, uh, but overall fantastic movie about the first, and we're not going to get any spoilers. If you haven't seen it yet, we're going to save you from that. Um, but, the first the first 30 to 40 minutes, I mean, it's in the trailers, you get to see a de-aged Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a pretty decent job, in my opinion, of it. But there were definitely, 
you can definitely tell it was CGI de-aging, especially with his mouth. His mouth didn't really match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't look quite right. Yeah. Um, a couple of times in there. Uh, and then his voice was the older Harrison Ford voice and a younger yeah. body. So that kind of stuck out, but they did a pretty good job with that. What do you think, Jess? Yeah. I, and I thought, you know, they were just going to be using, you know, the DH stuff as maybe like flashback kind of things. It's like, I didn't realize that pretty much the first half of the movie was this going back to younger Indiana Jones, uh, an event in his life. So I'm yeah. sure this is probably for the Disney Lucasfilm to say they have their own version of a younger Indy. I'm sure that might be why, because, you know. Could be. Because it's be. Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed the movie. Uh, it was good. I, I was not blown away, like, you know, wow, it mm-hmm. just knocked my socks off. But I did enjoy the movie, and it was good. It seems like a lot of people enjoyed it, but the audiences aren't going to it. Yeah. Uh, the the box I, office has been less than stellar. Yeah. That's funny. I was thinking about this earlier today, and I got to thinking about it. And it's this and probably what Flash has been suffering from. These were big, highly touted movies that you know were being made pre-pandemic that mm-hmm. got a lot of the hype was going on. And then they got stopped when pandemic so therefore, the initial hype has been, you know, these movies probably should have been out two years sooner than they should. They came out. Yeah. And I'm thinking that's one of the things that hurt in it. I don't really think it's the quality of movie or the audience. I think it's just the hype has been so long. And we live in that world now where, you know, they we see the movie from concept to release now mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. That's just my opinion on it. Yeah. And it seemed like the opposite happened with Top Gun Maverick, you know, because yeah. that, that movie was shelved for two years but it came out and just destroyed the box office yeah and i i guess it hit right at the time where everybody was willing to come back to the theater and the movie that movie is so stinking good Mm -hmm. i still need to watch it oh you haven't watched it yet i still hadn't watched it yet no (laughs) oh okay oh i'm gonna gonna tell you though you didn't miss out not seeing it in an imax that's that's what everyone told me yeah see i uh our friend, our mutual friend, of course, older, much older friend yeah. for you, Dwayne, um, mm. uh, had made a comment, you know, that uh, yeah. he was just getting to see it and everything else and how wonderful it was. And I told him, I'm like, that's the reason I want an IMAX in my house <laughs> is just for that movie. Yeah. Because having that big screen and that, that IMAX sound system, mm-hmm. when they're flying, oh. I'm sure, yeah, this, the scale yeah. makes it fun, yeah. Oh, yeah. Buddy, yeah. Maverick is a top-notch movie for me. Well, maybe maybe it's the same thing. Like with maybe with it, there's only been one Top Gun movie, and this is the the sequel. You mm-hmm. know, and that could be another. It yeah. could be another factor in that too, as well. Yeah, it's a you know, it's like I said, it's the sequel to a movie that you know didn't have one. Didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it came out in 1985. So yeah, as it, as opposed to having you know. Sequel yeah. after sequel after sequel. Yeah, this being yeah. number five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I will say, just for Maverick, I mean, I, I've i not been a Tom Cruise fan hardly ever at all throughout my life. I've enjoyed a few of his movies here and there, you know, Top Gun and Rain Man yeah. and, mm-hmm. and uh, Days of Thunder and all back oh, in the day. Come on, Cocktail. You know you like Cocktail. I love Cocktail. I've never seen Cocktail. <laughs> 
Oh, you need uh, to watch it as much as uh, for just the great '80s cheese. You need oh to watch. Cocktail. I had the sound. I had the soundtrack. Never oh man, so <laughs> Oh yeah, you got to watch Cocktail. Man. Okay, I have to go. We'll, we'll we'll definitely watch it. But I I was like I said, not much of a Tom Cruise fan. Maverick really changed my perspective on him, mm. and to the point where I am looking stupidly forward to this new uh, uh, Mission Impossible coming out here mm. uh, very soon. So. I really want to see that. Mm -hmm. The trailer, the trailer's got me happy. Yeah, we saw we saw a trailer. We've seen that trailer a couple of times, being at the movies, and it again they showed one before Indiana Jones as well as the next Expendables movie that's coming out. Mm -hmm. So it's like here we. I'm sitting here thinking, okay, here's you know when you're looking at like <laughs> '80s movie stars, you know you got yep. Tom Cruise and Sylvester Stallone's and the Expendables, and then now we're going into the Indiana Jones movie. So it was kind of Kind of, I started thinking about that. It's like all the the eighty stars yeah. having you know these movies coming out now, you know. But it was uh, the the audience was definitely it was another. It's a lot of gray hair. Yeah, it was a it was a Gen well, X fest <laughs> uh, in that one, but and, and maybe some of the younger boomers mm -hmm. in yeah. there. There yeah, was I could there see was that too, yeah. several elderly people in yeah. there and. They were having just as much fun watching it, but then you saw people our age and a little bit older. Uh, there were a few young people in there, not many, yeah. definitely not many. This was definitely a, a film for the older crowd. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we're not going to spoil it. Uh, it was, I thought, well done. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the story, uh, the story was fun. It, it you know, it, it built on what Indiana Jones does. He goes hunting for artifacts and. Yeah. <clears throat> and watching now, how they that, work. Like I said, there's nothing too spoilery, but all the flashback stuff, is it like post, uh, where, where in the time frame does these flashbacks take place? Is it post uh, Last Crusade or or kind of in the, uh, ra uh, the Raiders era? The World War II, World War II is ending at this point. Yeah. Okay, uh, so yeah, it is a, yeah. then it is post, post Last Crusade, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. 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 Um, there, there's mentions of, of Hitler. Mm-hmm. And everything, and and trying to bring the the dial. It's it's, Archim yeah. it's Archimedes dial. Mm -hmm. um, they're they're trying to get it to bring it to to Hitler to turn him into a god, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, and things go from there. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. So, but it, it, yeah, I we we enjoyed it. Will we see it again? Sure. I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing it again. Um, like I said, just for the factor of. Harrison looking like my dad mm. in this, but, um, so it's thought, better than crystal skull. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Oh, heads and heads yeah. and shoulders is better than crystal skull. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and Hasbro, you know, they're releasing Indiana Jones figures and stuff. Yeah. Um, he just happened to be sitting on my desk yeah. on the Raider, his Raiders of the Lost Ark version. Uh, they're releasing a lot of figures. Uh, I may get the Sean Connery. Yeah. You know, the, the Henry figure. Henry. Yeah, but uh, I'm not gonna go all in. But I did, I did grab all the Raiders figures that had because you can, uh, yeah, use them to build the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, and nice! So I want a miniature Ark sitting there with all the figures for the, that for that first wave. <laughs> and then I got uh, the Club Obi Wan, mm. uh, where he's in his white suit yeah, the jacket. White tux, yeah, yeah. Uh, I grabbed that one because it was a Target exclusive. But that's as far as I'm going with the Indiana Jones figures outside of Henry. I'll grab yeah, I think that's what I would. I'd like the the Last Crusade, Henry and Indy. That would be my two to have. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. If they come out with Crystal Skull figures, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> with Crystal Skull, like I said, I have not seen it, but I read the synopsis and everything of it. And I like how they address where mud is no longer part of the series. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So that was that was a very interesting and probably historically very a historically accurate type thing and fitting mm-hmm. to his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I I would definitely say so. And and probably what you've read versus what we saw in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good movie. Enjoyed it. Not gonna like I said. Not gonna spoil it. Did John Williams do any more music for it? Outside did they use reusing the theme? But did John Williams did the music? I think he did. I, th- I think he did. Don't quote me on that. I got you. I know this is the first movie where neither Lucas or Spielberg were directing or anything. I know they were producers on it. I know Spielberg was a producer on it, but mm-hmm. I don't think they had any input. This is the first one that they didn't have any input on the story or direction. Yeah, James Mangaloid. Uh, Mangled. Ma- ma- yeah. He, sorry. It's mongoloid. <laughs> uh, I'm tired. It's I, I'm I'm tired. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was the director, so yeah, they yeah. didn't have uh, any hand in the direction of it. Yeah. Um, very upset. I think this definitely wraps up a Harrison Ford's involvement as Indiana Jones. Oh, uh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would not. I would not yeah. see a way for him to keep I mean, he's, continuing. He's this, 80, this, this yeah. Franchise. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, don't waste your time sitting around waiting for the end of the credits. There's no end credit mm-hmm. scene. There's no mid-credit scene. When yeah, the credits indeed. start rolling, you can get up and leave. <laughs> you can go now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're definitely catering to the older crowd. We know y'all been sitting here a while ago, pee. <laughs> how, long is, how long is it? Is it at least two, two hours? Half. Two and a half? Two, two and a half. Uh, two hours and 22 minutes. Close. Time. Now, does Add it feel in, that length or does it move good where it doesn't feel that length? It feels that length. It does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easily feels that length. It, yeah. Yeah. There, there's a lot going on. Mm. But yeah, good stuff. So good. So, well, there's our take on Indiana Jones. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed if you saw it and if you're planning on seeing it, if you're going to wait till, I'm sure it's going to be on Disney plus. Cause yeah, that'll, that'll probably be my way I consume it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's worth the wait. It's worth it seeing in the theater if you want to go do that, but you can wait. But yeah. it's, it's good. It's, it's worth seeing. It, it, yeah. It's worth the, the ending. Of, I mean, if you, if you love the Indiana Jones franchise, you love Harrison Ford, it's, it's definitely worth your time to, to sit and watch. Yeah, you mm-hmm. need a palate cleanser from the last one. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, uh, Jess found something, the, the meat of our episode tonight, uh, Jess looked up something and didn't really clue me into it until we were sitting down to record tonight. And she's like, Hey, I found this. Can we do a couple things off that? And I'm like, just go through the list. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah. Because I mean, we are the Bama geeks and honey, why don't you tell them what uh, you got for us? So here's a couple of things. Um, that maybe you didn't realize that you can thank Alabama for these things. Uh, some of them you may, you may be aware of some, you might not. So let's see. We, uh, we are, we are more than just Forrest Gump. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely more than that. Um, okay. So the top of the list, I mean, we all know about space camp. 
Mm-hmm. And Space Camp was created in 1982 at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville. And that was also the inspiration for the said movie, Space Camp. Yeah. And uh, last year when Leah Thompson was here in Huntsville, she's like, it's the first time I've been back since that movie. Yeah. Filmed in, uh, came out in 1986 as Space Camp. And there are, uh, there were some, uh, they did use part of the, the Space Camp area when filming the movie. So there you go. There's that. Uh, let's see. Now, next on the list, we have, and uh, we did recently talk about this on our podcast, Golden Flake Potato Chips. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you you <laughs> can thank Alabama for that and thank the other company for taking it away. That's right. Because this list actually came out in 2018, the, the one that yeah. I'm looking at. So some of the, you know, like I said, funny enough, we mentioned Golden Flakes and they're on this list again. So um, let's see. The next on the list is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, written okay. in 1944 by Birmingham native Hugh Martin for Judy Garland to sing in the film, Meet Me in St. Louis. Really? Wow. Nice. So, so y'all, y'all were not aware of that. No, I did okay. not. Was he living in Birmingham when he wrote that, or I'm sure he moved off if he's writing? He just says that he is a Birmingham native. Okay. Not specifically stating that he was living in Birmingham at the time that he wrote it. Okay. But it was written by a Birmingham native. Uh, next on the list, Milo's Sweet Tea. Oh, yes. The tea was found, this tea found in grocery stores was first served in Milo's restaurants, which were founded in 1946 by Milo and B. Carlton of Bessemer. And I didn't realize how big the tea empire was until like maybe five, <laughs> six years ago. I just thought, it, you know, like I remember seeing it in the stores. I just thought it was like an Alabama thing. And then, like, I looked into it and realized, like, they sell that across the country, and, like, yeah. it is well-loved. Like, I've driven by the the big distribution center that where mm-hmm. they bottle it, and it's a big, big area, so they they make it a lot of tea over there. Yeah, they do, yeah. <laughs> you uh, said you weren't familiar with the uh, the how big the tea empire was, and without mentioning Milo's in that statement, I'm thinking, well, we had a revolution where we threw some into the harbor up in uh, Boston. Ah, yeah. <laughs> And I, but, but I didn't realize there were two, and they're also like basically they even though they're the same, but I think the tea is its own corporation type thing, and the restaurant is its own thing. Oh, so they're separate. I think they're the I same mean, brand. Yeah, they're same branding, but I think, like I said, I think like, but from what I understand, I think that's how they operate. I could, could be wrong on that, but I think so. Okay, well, if uh, if you've never had a Milo's hamburger. Uh, they do a neat little thing where they give you like a little, like an additional, what, what is it called? It's, it, it's almost like a little triangle piece. It's not yeah. very big. It's just a little yeah. extra piece. You, of, you've, you've got your hamburger patty, mm-hmm. but then they throw in like a little quarter piece or so of another patty. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like a bonus yeah. slice yeah. on there with their, uh, with their sauce. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the question. For. All right. Since we're talking Milo's fans of the sauce or not. Um, I like to dip my fries in the sauce. Sauce is good. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Maybe just me. I'm not. It's not. It's not for me. But I know people who love it. That's why I was. There is it. Is it their comeback sauce? Is that is that what it's called? Or who's got a comeback sauce? Um, Jacks has a comeback. sauce. Jacks. Yeah. My bad. Sorry, mixing up the brands there. <laughs> but there's is there some sauce very similar yeah, kickback or something like that something, it's something I don't to that effect yeah that's the sauce that i like and mm-hmm. i think there's probably mayonnaise involved so you wouldn't like it Bo. of course <laughs> yeah if it's if well, it's usually any house sauce for a restaurant yep it's 
but yeah, like I said, it's the Milo sauce. Like it's not bad. I just I don't enjoy it, but I don't hate it. But it's kind of like you know, if I'm gonna get a burger from them, I without the sauce. But yeah, I don't my, I don't care for the sauce in the burger. I like to dip my fries yeah. in the sauce. Yeah, I'm the same way. Leave the sauce off the burger mm-hmm. and have it on the mm-hmm. side. Yeah, they I, have they they have, they have some good fries too. That's what and if doing. I want to put a little bit on the burger, I kind of like to be in control of the sauce so that it's not go. overly you know just saturated in sauce. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like how I feel about you know condiments on sandwiches and burgers i just don't yeah i want to be in control of it i'd yeah. rather put yeah, my always gets the sauce on the sides yeah good call it's a good mm-hmm. call and a lot of times i use sauce on the sides for dipping french fries more than i do for the sandwich or the burger itself so it's kind of weird kind of like when you go to wendy's you gotta you gotta have that frosty to yeah. dip your fries in that's right i didn't know that was a thing until a few years ago then i tried it and i went where oh. why have i not well, yeah. been doing this my entire life <laughs> yeah yeah Changed that's fantastic your life, didn't it yeah, and our my daughter was talking this past weekend. They were up here. Um, we we wound up getting the the grimmest birthday meal from McDonald's, and so she was like, "Did you dip your fries into the grimace <laughs> shake?" And I'm like, "No, oh. I wouldn't do it to the grimace shake because I wanted to enjoy it like it was supposed to be." Yeah. But she said apparently the fries changed the flavor of the grimace shake. Mm. And I, I don't know because they discontinued it, so I can't test that theory. Yeah, we got it on the very last day of yeah. June. Yeah. Because I, I was actually surprised he wanted to try it. So I was like, well, if we're going to try it, we got to do it tomorrow because tomorrow was June 30th. They were going to end it in June. Mm. And I actually like the shake. I thought it was pretty good. It didn't, it, it didn't kill me. Like I've seen yeah. all the TikTok videos. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the videos for it have been good. Mm-hmm. Uh it it did not taste bad. Was it something that I would just seek? Yeah. No. No. It's not something I would be a repeat customer for, you know, at least on a regular basis. Yeah. But it wasn't bad. But I know that uh, speaking of Milo's, that's yes. one thing that when my brother comes home to visit, he's mm-hmm. he's insistent that he will have Milo's as soon as he gets into Birmingham. Mm. So he it's one of those things when you're gone from home, you miss it. So you got to have it when you come back. Yeah, he always goes there when he comes back. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Moving on the list. Let's see. Something that I didn't know, but Brock knew, that uh, Wikipedia was created by Huntsville native Jimmy Wales in mm-hmm. 2001. This is a man who decided to not show any allegiance to solely to Auburn or Alabama. He graduated from both. <laughs> Yeah, when uh, when I worked at Auburn, uh, we we played up the fact that he was a um, an Auburn grad quite a bit, but then I think he got his. It may be in the article, I don't know, but he got his undergrad at Auburn and got his graduate degree at Alabama, I think. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So you can thank Jimmy Wales, a Huntsville native, for Wikipedia. See, I can't say that I earned my degree from Auburn, even though I got my degree from Alabama. But I worked for 10 years at Auburn. Okay. But And I didn't do anything as spectacular as Wikipedia. <laughs> I have done nothing. So. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Next on the list, the Super Soaker. What? This uh, inductee into the Toy Hall of Fame was invented by Mobile native Lonnie Johnson. So a man, a native from... Mobile invented the super soaker. Does it give any details on like the timeline when that when all that happened? No, it's just a really brief list. Okay, that had to, that, that had to be like said the early to mid nineties because that was like one of the things that every like 
kid wanted in the 90s. Like, well, let's oh, say. Dude, they had, they had Super Soaker keychains when we were yeah. in high school. And I remember <laughs> they got banned from my high school yeah. because we all brought them in and we'd pull them out of our pockets and, you know. So going into a little. Okay, so there was a little link, but it doesn't really go into much more. It just says that. The Super Soaker, which Johnson accidentally developed while testing another invention, has ranked among the top 20, top 20 selling toys since its release in 1989. You figure somebody from Alabama had to invent the Super Soaker because it's so bloody hot here. You got to have a find mm. a way to, to cool off. <laughs> it also just says that he uh, attended Tuskegee University, okay. started his career with more adult goals, working on the stealth bomber for the U.S. Air Force and the unmanned spacecraft Galileo's mission to Jupiter. So he went from the stealth bomber to the super soaker. <laughs> yeah, and- like I said, as I'm looking here on Wikipedia about the super soaker, so he's an Air Force and NASA engineer. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's awesome. Golly, that's that's incredible. That's some high accomplishments right there. I mean, look at that. Okay, I gotta go back to, to go from something that can really kill you to something that you can pretend to, yeah, you know, can soak you to, to, death. to another whip, yeah. a weapon. But it's well, I mean, he he revolutionized. Water. You know, I mean, water guns used to be just a little bit thing. You pulled the plastic cap, poured it in, and you know, did that, and he turned it into you know a full on, you know, you're gonna get drenched. <laughs> we went to uh, as a kid. We had a, a a beach house at Panama City Beach, as we mentioned in the last episode. Down there, uh, I think at like Alvin's Island or one of those, you know, yeah, cheesy uh, gift stores down at Panama City. Uh, my dad bought me, it, it, he bought me a water Uzi. This thing would actually, I mean, it was solid black, like an Uzi. Yeah. And you put the water in the clip and when you pull the trigger, it, it, yeah. And shot out the water like that. Uh, you'll never find one of those ever again. Nope. Unless it's got an orange cap on the end. I about to say, I, I'm old enough to remember pre-orange caps on, yep. on toy guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it looked and sounded just like a real Uzi. But uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was a water gun. All right, honey. All right. Moving on. Um, this is something that I didn't know, and I didn't know if y'all would either. Um, so there is an Alabama tide of Beetlejuice. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Enterprise native Michael McDowell, a horror, horror novelist, co-wrote the story and screenplay for the 1988 film Beetlejuice. I didn't know you were going that direction. I thought yeah, you were going to was... bring up Glenn Shaddix. Hmm. No, no, this is totally different. Okay, so repeat that because I, I was uh, my mind was so focused on oh, Glenn. Okay, so Enterprise native Michael McDowell, a horror novelist, co-wrote the story and screenplay. Really? Mm-hmm. And Enterprise is where I was born. Enterprise, yeah. How about that? How about that? That is really cool. Is he involved at all with Beetlejuice 2, or, or is he passed on? Or? Um, He has passed. Oh. He passed away in 1999. Can we say his name three times and bring him back? Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell. Didn't work. Nope. Oh, oh well. <laughs> we still got Michael McDonald. Hey, what you know? What a fool, but ears. Taking it to the street. <laughs> uh, this is a great episode. Yes. 
Okay. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Next on the list is we all know about To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, of course. Okay. So one of the most read books of all times, To Kill a Mockingbird, was written in 1960 by Monroeville native Harper Lee. Mm-hmm. So To Kill a Mockingbird was, is, I mean, it's one of my favorite books. It was one of my favorite, favorite things movies. in high school to read and mm-hmm. to learn mm-hmm. about. Um, the movie, uh, of course, the, the girl who plays Scout in To Kill a Mockingbird, she is uh, from Alabama. She's, uh, and then also starring Gregory Peck, who is the grandfather of Ethan Peck. Star Wars, Star, Star Trek. Bite your tongue. Star Trek, strange. I'm telling you, I, I'm fighting a struggle bus right now. I don't know why. All three of us, if, if you're watching on YouTube, all three of us have been yawning at various times. Yeah. Dude, I don't know we're what's boring ourselves. No, so, I'm not boring. We're just, we're just all tired. <laughs> um, so I just want to tie that into, you know, my, my Star Trek. To Ethan Peck, to Gregory Peck. To- pause, pause right there. We okay. were we were talking pre-show about um, there goes Bo yawning. Um, <laughs> we, we were talking pre-show about Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Bo is is missing this past week's episode. Um, yeah, I'm catching up. There has yet to be a bad episode of that yep. show. No, really. yeah. I mean, my goodness, and they're all there's a handful coming back uh, to Dragon Con. As we mentioned an episode mm-hmm. or so ago. Um, uh, uh, we were talking about uh, before we got to eat, I think even before we got on the Patreon chat, when we were just shooting the breeze before we started recording, um, we talked about some media being yanked off streaming and how streaming yeah. is, you, these things are going to disappear before they even get a physical release. Um, and I, I pre-ordered, um, Oh golly, where did I get the link? Somebody on Twitter, shared a link to, to Amazon of this limited edition box set that is, it's the Picard edition of Star Trek, but it's, it's like, um, it's a box set that's going to have all the next gen episodes, Mm. all the next gen movies, and then Star Trek Picard. Anything that has had Patrick Stewart in it (laughs) related to Star Trek is going to be in this massive box set. And so, I've got like the first season of next gen on Blu-ray. I've got them all on DVD. Mm-hmm. And so all these are wrong are going to be on Blu-ray. And I'm like, you know what? This is a perfect time. I think the whole set's like 200 something bucks. It's not bad. No. Um, For the amount of content you're getting, that's, that's a great deal. Yeah. And it comes with some other little bonus uh, next gen related things, but yeah, you get, Next gen up through Picard. Anything that had Patrick Stewart in it is going to be in this box set. And I'm like, that's perfect. So, yeah, I'll have that and won't have to. I'll actually get to own that in case they ever yank next gen off streaming, <laughs> which that'd be stupid. Yep. So, all right, honey, go ahead. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Books a Million. Yes. Founded in 1917 mm-hmm. in Florence by. Clyde W. Anderson, now the nation's second largest book chain store. Books a Million is headquartered in Birmingham. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Isn't second in Charles a division of Books a Million? Correct. Yes. So there's, you know, if you have another one of those near you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, second in Charles is a great store. Oh, yes. yeah. Very good. You get a lot of good older stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, shipped. The online yeah. delivery service was found in 2014 in Birmingham. 
Yep, that big building is downtown. Big advertisements on it for it. Mm-hmm. We the were former. Wasn't it the South Trust building? And then it was. Uh, I think that's what it was. South Trust, and it was some other bank, and then it's then it's now shipped. Yep, I believe so. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long this has been up, and I don't know which building it's on, but I was driving through Friday through downtown Birmingham, and as I'm coming down from from the west on I-20, I'm heading east on I-20, okay. 2059, getting in a, you know, you go through Malfunction Junction, and you see, you get past I-65, and you see, yeah. um, you see the skyline, you know, there are enough Alexander Shannara billboards in this state, <laughs> but now one of the skyscrapers downtown yeah. is just a massive Shannara billboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, it was for a couple of years. It was a Pepsi billboard, and then before yeah. then, it was like a in the like. Yeah, am I right, Jess? It was like mm-hmm. in the '80s and '90s. It was like a it would have a scrolling message across it. Yeah, it was like a scrolling advertisement. But yeah, he, uh, Shannara got it what a year or two ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Has it been that long? Yeah, it's been at least a year. Yeah, and I'm just now noticing it. Well, I mean, how many Shannara billboards are all over the place? As yeah, it but is right now, for some reason, Friday when I was driving through, that one stuck out to me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Well, that's the first time I've seen." And you know me; I'm a detailed guy. I usually pick up on the mm-hmm. tiniest things. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever noticed that it was Shannara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we get him to give us some money for mentioning him? Yeah, <laughs> he's got enough. Yeah. <laughs> the man loves advertising. Look, man. Yes. Hey, uh, Mr. Shannara. Would you? Uh, we've all met you, by the way. Yeah, um, that's right. You, can you hire Tara Strong for us, please? <laughs> we'll put a little billboard over here in the corner of the yeah. Valley Geeks or something. Dude, you we'll just get it- us, you get us Tara Strong to do a, 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 an intro for our podcast for us as a certain character. We will put your branding all over it. We'll be the Alexander <laughs> Shannara Bama Geeks podcast. <laughs> Call us Bama Geeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. All right, honey. All right. <laughs> Windshield wipers. Yes. They were invented by Birmingham native Mary Anderson. Yes. Thank you, Miss Mary. Miss Mary, she came up with something that, I mean, I didn't even realize this till I lo- looked at this list too. So thank you, Miss Mary. We appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, well, she was on a trip to New York or something and, and, oh, there was, oh. There was some kind of story. Yeah. I think yeah. So. There's a story associated with that. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, which is dangerous. Um, <laughs> yeah, she she was off somewhere and was like, it'd be really help. Or they were wiped. They were, were like reaching out of the windows of a, a cab or a trolley or something. And yeah. I think it was a trolley. And they were reaching out the, the, the windows and wiping off the, the water from the windows manually. And she just had an inspiration and came up with the windshield wipers. I okay. hope that's right. That sounds about right from what I'm looking. Yes. She was an American real estate developer, rancher, and inventor of the windshield wiper. Yep. All right. So, yeah. Cool. Good for you, Miss Mary. (laughs) Good for us. All of us. us. For humanity. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Talk about changing the world. Koneka sausage. Bless. 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 (laughs) The the best thing on this list, Kaneka Sausage. Mm. <laughs> Founded in Kaneka County in 1947. If you're heading down I-65 on the way to the beach and you do not stop in Evergreen and partake at their store. You're missing out. You are missing it. 
they have every version of their sausage for sale as a sausage dog in that store. Mm-hmm. And it is, we stop every time. We do not drive past Evergreen without detouring it's off our, that exit. It's our little lunch on the way to the beach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Uh, let's see. And finally, I have airbags. Really? Yeah. Wow. Montrose native and Auburn University graduate, George Kirchhoff helped invent airbags and is known as the father of the airbag. I bet he never expected them to be used in prank videos. <laughs> People sit on them. Probably oh, not. I got you. Yeah. It's probably the last thing he had on his mind. <laughs> Thus is humanity. We take a good idea and then use it for laughs. laughs. I saw one guy, he was, he's laid down on his mattress. He was somebody, his roommate had put a hidden camera in his room. And he laid down on his mattress to go to sleep and he fired off the airbag. And it like, he, he wound up essentially going through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he flung off the mattress and cracked a huge hole in the wall. He got That's up another, and was not happy. Another thing, sign of our age, like I said, I can remember when air, the airbags was the new thing in cars. Like that was the mm-hmm. big selling point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents had a uh, Mercury Cougar mm-hmm. back in uh, the late 70s, and there I was, three and four years old, and I was crawling up the back windshield of that thing and laying down to take a mm-hmm. nap. And that's and we drove places, and I was just hanging out in the. And we didn't care about seat belts back then, and that mm-hmm. my dad was still a state trooper at the time, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> wasn't well, it was a then. 70s model cougar that thing was like a tank yes it was <laughs> yes i don't know whatever happened to that car i wouldn't mind having it yeah mm. it was ugly it was yellow everything <laughs> everything was yellow in the 70s yeah it was <laughs> from your pots and pans to your refrigerator yeah to your floor if it wasn't yellow <laughs> it was that light green yeah oh my gosh i hope that never makes a comeback yeah Somehow, somehow that seems to be the only aesthetic that hasn't come back from the older stuff yet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But hey, the things back then were built to last, so those things were around for a long, long time. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they sure were. Oh, me. Well, that's all I have on my little list. I hope that it was uh, entertaining and insightful oh, and educational, even though I feel like I'm riding a big struggle bus right now because for some reason, and I, I sincerely apologize to everybody listening that I feel like I'm just not at the top of my game tonight. Oh, no. For you're, some reason, awesome. I feel you've a little been drained. Always. Yes. Yeah. You've, you've been, been awesome fine. as always. Like, so well, I'm glad thanks. I learned the super soaker and the airbags has been my two favorite things I've learned today. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to be, you know, entertaining and, you know, educational at times. Yeah. Uh, on this we, podcast. We, you know, these are all, uh, the majority of these are technological things that we can you know geek out about and i mean that's we're all about our state and all the neat things that come out of it um pop culture and yeah engineering whatever you know whatever makes the 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 uh curiosity factor dwell up or well up inside of you you know that's all All we're all about well uh short of that i just um the only other things that's really on my mind is, like we've said, we're really diving into strange new worlds this season. It's been fantastic. Mm. And is so excited to see some of the, the cast uh, returning to Dragon Con again this year. And Ethan for you. Ethan for mm. me. Yes, <laughs> Ethan for me. Christina Chong. and Yeah, I really want to see her now after just that episode I watched today. Like, yeah. Oof. 
I know. It's, the, I'm telling you, these these episodes this season has had a very um, theatric feel to them. And also, uh, it feel it also feels like everybody's getting their own episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean? that's really a good does. thing. There's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. I mean, right. that's, you know, they're kind of honing in on somebody in an episode, which I, you know gives more character depth. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've really been really been happy with this season and where it's where it's been headed so far and the things that that we've seen so far this season Mm -hmm. so looking forward to uh seeing our return to dragon con of anson Mm -hmm. mountain ethan peck hopefully anson will um hopefully he'll do selfies at the table this year he was still a little covid covid restricted a little bit but uh hopefully he'll uh his professional photo ops won't be behind plexiglass again. Well, I, I've I would seen, love to get a, ca- a cast photo with him this year. I have seen um, photo ops from other cons uh, that people have posted, and he's not using plexiglass. So mm-hmm. maybe he'll opt to, you know, not have that this year at Dragon Con. So we'll see. Because it would be nice. We had our picture with Ethan last year. So if we get one with, with Anson, that would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah, the only uh, the only two cast members that went there last year is, of course, you said Kristen and Christina Chong. Of, yeah, she she, she was scheduled to be there. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was supposed to be there, and she had to cancel. Yeah. And then young lady playing your Uhura, I can't think of her name right Cecilia now. Cecilia Gooding. Yeah, she's yes. she's yeah. been wonderful too. I guess that's that's a great that's been all the good things. And like, I'm not trying to do that too spoilery, but but like I said, after watching one of the episodes, like, you know, you always the the, the like I said that's the other thing like the the. Of course, they did a good job in the J.J. Abrams movies, but like seeing the char- the familiar characters that you associate with the actors, but like like I told you guys earlier, uh, is it Paul? Oh, what is his name? I feel bad. I think it's Paul Williams, the gentleman playing Kirk. Like mm-hmm. we got a taste of him in the first season, but this second season you get a a good a good heaping of him, and I am loving his Kirk. So I might have him put it above Chris Pine's Kirk because he is really mm. he is really good. Like he is he's he's a good balance. Like he. He has a little bit of the Shatnerism to him, but he's also his own thing, and I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. He reminds me of Andrew Garfield a little bit. I can see that now that you say that, yep. Yeah. Paul, Wesley. Paul Wesley. Paul Wesley. Yeah. Paul Wesley, yes. Uh-huh. Speaking of Anson Mount, I remember when, when we did get to meet him, and I'm sure he does this yeah. for everybody, because, I mean, we were peons. We don't. Yeah. We nobody. <laughs> but, yeah, he gave us our his, uh, his business card for his podcast, The Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at that. And so, I saved you right there. I don't know if that's going to focus, but yeah, Anson Mountain has got his, got the podcast email address and handles and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I got to dig out my cast photo that they signed before Dragon Con so I can have it for. We found ours, thankfully. Yeah, Yeah, we'll be adding a couple more signatures to that this year, hopefully, that they don't cancel. And, um, you know, so far that's, that's, well, and, uh, Adam Savage. Was announced. Yes, yes, he. To come back Dragon Con this year. Golly, I, I, I missed him and, and um, Jamie Heineman when they were there yeah. a few years ago. Both of them were there, uh, and I missed meeting both of them. But mm-hmm. I, I really want to meet Adam this year. Much, much as Adam loves Ghostbusters, we've got to get him on the PKA search shenanigans. You would think we should. Somebody needs to make him aware of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which reminded me, I've got a call tomorrow <laughs> and get our Sunday lunch reservation. Is it already that there. time? Yeah, yeah. We were talking about it in the PKA search planning chat. Cool. It was like, I was like, ah, I kind of need to go ahead and do that. So they're like, yeah, you do. <laughs> That's like me. I was like, hey, I'm going to get ahead of the plan this year and have me a good costume for the surge oh. gathering. I haven't done anything yet. Uh, don't feel we, bad. I probably talked, won't. I've talked to a couple of people who don't feel bad, but nobody's really, the ones I've talked to don't have anything really. It's going to be, 
it's going to be wonderful uh, whenever next May gets here and I can get done with this graduate program and, and finish my master's degree because that's going to free up so much time for me. And uh, I got some plans. Mm. I'd love to do, I don't know, some freaking do on the podcast, a little bit more live streaming and everything. Mm. Set aside some time to do that. Whoever can join us. You know, I don't know. I have ideas. I can't do any of them until I have my nights 100% free. (laughs) And that's not the case. Hasn't been for two years, so. Well, I know, like I said, when when we progress to that thing, I'll have some of my off days. I'll be more than glad to help join you stuff on that. Okay. Yeah, love to do that. Love to... But the the plan has always been to to grow the podcast and and do more things. And then I started the master's program. And that really... (laughs) took a chunk out of my time but by that time my daughter would be out of high school she'd be in college so i just leave my son who's the the last remaining high schooler in our family mm-hmm. and um should free up some more time should yeah. be good but uh yeah it's almost that time again dragon con will be around the corner and then uh shortly after dragon con we'll have alabama comic con which is shaping up to be a very yes. wrestling there, guest heavy yes, con bravo, this year bravo <laughs> so yeah, got it. Because right now, what is it? It's Nash, DDP. I saw Foley, Brody King, mm-hmm. Sting, uh, uh, Sting, uh, Jamie Hader. So that's yeah. six wrestling guests right there. Uh, yeah. Brody King was announced. That's what I said. Yeah, Bro- yeah, yeah. Did you mention him? Yeah, I may have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. Brody King, uh, I'm looking forward to meeting just because of all the the toy hunts he does with Ethan Page and Dan Housen and all the art he does because he and He's Dan Housen that- do some of their whatnots together. Yeah. And he'll sit there and draw and do art for people and sell it on whatnot. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I, he's he's talented artist. He's a, he, he's only doing Sunday though. It's weird. That's yeah. usually yeah. It. so. That tells me he might be on collision the previous night. Yeah, going to fly out. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then we've got uh, Giancarlo. Finally, we get to mm. get the Giancarlo Esposito and Doug Jones. So yeah, yeah. really looking forward to this one coming Wait. up for us in September. It's crazy. If you told me 10 years ago we would have a convention with that type of guest list, I would have told you you were crazy. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to see I'm really proud us of us. Yes. I, I'm saying, like, we, even though I know that it might be one of those those conventions where they do the multiple ones, I'm just glad to see somebody mm-hmm. taking Alabama into consideration with that. Yeah. I mean, we've had mm-hmm. we've had a lot. Of, don't get me wrong. I'm not disregarding any of our conventions we've dealt with. We've had a lot smaller ones that have been amazing. I love them, and I miss them very dearly. I miss Phoenix Fest. I miss Magic City Con. And like I said, now we have this other co- co- company. I mean, this not as small, but I mean, there's good people mm-hmm. I'm sure running. I don't know them that well personally, but I'm still glad. Just uh, I'm glad to see the pop culture geekery thriving here in our state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and really I mean, good. And of course, everything for Huntsville. I mean, CamiCon is now yes. branching up to a second convention up in Huntsville, which Huntsville Pop yeah. Pop Culture and Comic Huntsville. Expo. Yeah. yeah, there's that that that, that uh, horror festival there, or the horror convention. Where Rocket City Horror over, Con. Rocket City Horror. The Ghostbusters so, are going to be part of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's nice to see the Alabama Ghostbusters, our group uh, yeah. that we've been part of for fifteen years. Ooh, yeah. ooh, has it been that long? Oh, gosh. fourteen years. <laughs> fourteen years. Yeah, two thousand nine. Um, is, is, was when we first got involved, you and me, Bo. Um, yeah. so yeah, for fourteen years there um uh, the alabama ghostbusters uh will be part of uh cami con there in huntsville in a few months our buddy uh judson is going to head that up he's doing the horror one not cami con 
Or is I he thought he was doing both. No, he's, he's doing Camicon as well. Oh, he's doing both. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. I'm he's doing one. both, yeah. yeah okay, cool. I, I got to get him a banner, <laughs> a group banner before uh, before that, yeah. which we're going to be in Huntsville. I really got to go look for this banner yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get to him yeah. uh, so we won't have to uh, buy a new one. Let uh, me know, because I, I, I know where mine is if you need it before then, if you can't find yours. Okay. I will. I, I definitely, I think I know where it is. I just got to go find it. Okay. We've, we've been, an, another thing that's happened with us the past couple of weeks is uh, a window of opportunity open to get yeah. some storage space. Uh-huh. And you will not be uh, able to recognize a lot of our house next time you're over here, Bo. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. You can see the floor. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest. And I don't know if, if anybody who's watching YouTube on this, on this podcast has ever noticed this area behind me. Yes, um, it looks- there is nothing here right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't move from this spot a whole lot because I had boxes <laughs> back here. That's how pressed for space we were, but, uh, an opportunity opened up. And so we were able to clear out a lot of stuff from the house. Uh, not everything yet, but mm-hmm. there's a lot more stuff is heading out the door. Uh, and we are reclaiming our house. Good deal. Yay. Yeah. And I, I feel bad because it's mainly my junk <laughs> because I mean, anybody who knows us knows that we're all collectors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, a topic I wanted to to, to tackle tonight, um, which we're not going to, we'll save it for another episode, is you know your your ins and outs of collecting. Um, mm-hmm. You know what do you collect? What inhibits you from collecting some certain things? You know, uh, you know, money being the number one factor. So scratch mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But like space, you know, how do you how do you display things? Do you uh, what are your some of your solutions that you've got? for uh for your your collections and displaying them do you like rotate them in and out like a museum you know <laughs> things like that I, I wanted that's something that had i tossed around in my mind but we'll we'll cover that um at a later date um but uh yeah our house is my kids walked in friday night and of course my daughter she's just it's tired and didn't notice and I'm like, this room doesn't look at all different to you. I'm tired. I just want to sleep. Mm, yeah. <laughs> she went and laid down on the couch. She closed her eyes. And then my my son went back to his bedroom. He goes, uh, there's some things missing out of here. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, at least he noticed. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, you have a place to put your suitcase out of the way now. It's great. <laughs> you know, it, we're, I'm making it sound like we live in one of those hoarder houses. We don't. No, they don't. You just you have a lot of collectibles, and it was very organized and maintained. It just yeah. It, it, you you, you, <laughs> yeah. you have you can only put places so many things. You know, it's we have a small house. Uh, yes. And, and when I moved here, I came from a house twice the size. Yep. And so it's been hard to juggle and shift things around. But like I said, an opportunity uh, came available. Uh, some really nice gentlemen in town. Uh, they they helped us out um, with a, a good deal on a storage unit. And oh, nice. Uh, the, the the biggest thing for me is I didn't want to get an outside storage unit. I still have Climate two control. outside storage units back where I moved from um, that I need to clean out. And I, I know 
the kind of things that crawl around in there. No, oh, don't even go there. No. <laughs> oh gosh. So I, I wanted. The I get a panic attack just thinking about that. Just crawlies and. Mm. Yeah, she's not a bug Sorry. fan. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, they do pest control <laughs> around there, but still, you can't stop everything in an outdoor yeah. yard. Yeah, I know. But uh, I've been searching for a climate controlled. You know, if I'm going to have things that are important to me that's inside this house, I wanted to move to a climate controlled area where the the heat and the cold is not going to be a factor, you know, and, and we were able to finally get one. And so mm-hmm. the move has been happening. Yeah. So I'm not afraid to have people over to our house anymore. <laughs> I'm actually okay with, you know, you guys coming over again because yeah. nice. you'll actually have a place to sit and you have room spacious. You kind and, of spread out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oliver, you know, if you bring him back, he's got a place on the floor he can lay and play, man. <laughs> yes. You know, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, anything else before no, we, okay. we're going to wrap it's a little bit shorter episode than, than normal. But, uh, we, like I said, we did a, um, we did about 40 minutes with our, uh, mm-hmm. Patreon folks and we appreciate Kevin checking in. Yep. yep. Uh, Kevin, uh, be safe coming home from New York. By the time you hear this, he will be home from New York. Um, and so hopefully, uh, he's got some good stories for us on the next episode An Alabamian in New York for the first time. Yeah. Can't wait to hear that. <laughs> Me too. He's had some fun adventures. He's been sharing some stuff. Yes, he has. <laughs> so. All right. Anything else? No, man. I think, I'm I think, I think I'm done, sweetheart. Good. Yeah, but I know Jess is done. She's... Um, again, I, I really want to apologize to everybody. I feel like I've I've been low energy, but there's there's been a lot, even a lot going on with me in the last couple of days too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So we're going to wrap it up then. So yeah. uh we we thank you for joining us. Uh next episode will be number sixty. Mm. Hard to believe we've we've gone that many episodes wow. releasing, you know, every other week. But uh, we thank you for hanging in there with us. And once again, if you want to join us on social media, at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube, and on threads. Probably not as active on threads because <laughs> there's just so many of them now. But we've got yeah. one. We got them. Yeah. But uh, so check us out there. If you're on Facebook, if you're still hanging out there, uh, you can join us there uh, in our online community. Just ask to join, seeking out Bama Geeks Front Porch on facebook and we do have a if if you don't want to live on facebook and you like discord and things like that five dollars a month patreon.com slash bama geeks we'll get you the bonus uh content the bonus episodes the longer episodes and it will get you access to the discord um and maybe some other things in the future you never know but we appreciate all of our Patreon members over there for supporting us. And we appreciate you. Yes, we do. Thank you. Just for just for grabbing this episode and listening to us. Absolutely. Hopefully we've entertained, you know, in a low energy, low key way tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you so much. We are going to see you in episode 60. So for next time, for, for Bo and... Sleepy Jess. Sleepy Jess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> again, as I yawn again over here. Sorry. Yep. I'm Brock Parker. We'll catch you <laughs> next time on Bama Geeks. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.